Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 323. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Nate Reyes and Ryan Ripken. The first part of the offseason. World Series in the books. Stupid. Nate couldn't be more excited. Stupid. It's just stupid. It's just a stupid ending. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, what a what a letdown. I mean, what a tease that was. Yeah. You take us to to Game Six, Phillies, and then you just. I mean, I mean, not to just dive right into it, but you got Kyle Schwarber bunting with two strikes and nobody mm. on. I mean that for me, I think was the moment where I just I threw down in the towel. three in the what eighth. I, I I don't know what we were doing there. That that was just that was the the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I I had no interest in watching after that. I mean I did because I'm I'm a I'm a sicko when it comes to that stuff. I'll just <laughs> watch anyway. But I mean what what a what a tease. I hated it. So the straw that didn't break the camel's back or your back in this in this metaphorical case was not when Alvarez hit the ball over the batter's eye. No, because and you Ryan, you may or may not have seen uh Nate's clip from last episode, but he brought up a good point at the end where he was talking about if if Philly's gonna do it, this is the most fitting way possible. To do it to, you gotta take both in Houston to to finish off this incredible magical season, and so even when Jordan hit his three run homer, I was like, you know what? I mean, we're getting down into crunch time here, and we're kind of pushing the envelope on on Nate's little monologue from last episode. But I'm still going to hold out hope that there that there's a little bit of truth to that, and it it didn't pan out. But to answer your question, no, that did not that did not do it for me just yet. Just yet, because this is the thing I'd argue. I, th- I thought it was a great point by Nate, actually, because that would have been the classic way. You go on the road, you secure the win, you know, shout out to you, Nate. Didn't happen, but shout out the thought process. I thought it was because when Schwarber hit another missile out, which he had been doing every single series in the postseason, it felt like that was the moment of, of where it got tense in Houston. And then just for it, in in the blink of an eye, I felt like Philly's hearts got just ripped out of them because Zach Wheeler pitched a phenomenal game. And then as soon as he came out in that situation, I felt that that, was, that, that just broke Philly, that that was too much for them to finally overcome. Uh, and uh, it turned out that, you know, Philly didn't have one more magical run left in them. Yeah, it, I, I I picked I picked Houston. So I mean I'm yeah. Well, I mean you went shock the entire postseason. So TV timeout. No, you know my time thirty seconds here. Look, I went with who was. Hey, the I'll mo- give you the I'll give you the full timeout if you need it because yeah, I, I'll I, give the full yeah t- yeah. I'll I give don't you a full timeout. You're right. I it would have been awesome to see Philly win it, especially how electrifying their playoff atmosphere alone brought. And honestly, 
They were a great example from the season that they had. Whether you like the format or not, Philly got in. They fired their manager. Bryce Harper gets hurt. They squeak in, get hot, bring everyone on a crazy ride, which was so much fun. But then the Houston Astros, even with the the delayed days off, sweep their way through the American League, get put on the brink where I thought Philly wins one game at home, one more game at home after game three. I think they win the series. And Houston answered, answered the bell, pun intended. Sorry, Philly fans. And they proved that they were the most consistent team in baseball from year in and year out, and they earned it. They deserved it. Hats off to the Strohs. Right, and that's boring. That's my whole point. <laughs> boring. And I know, I know it sounds like I'm complaining, but like I'm pretty sure like 95% of baseball fans are with me on that. Like it was just, it was boring. Uh, yeah. yeah, no like, one that's it, not it was a real, Houston it was, fan. It was, it was the world against Houston, and everybody knew that, and Houston knew that. And even if you're not a Phillies fan, nobody wanted to see the Astros win. And for it to end the way it did, like it, they gave us a little bit of a rush there. Like they, the Phillies made us feel a little something. It wasn't, it wasn't a cakewalk for Houston. But at the end of the day, it was. I, at the was end of the day, of, it was bad for baseball. It was bad for baseball, and to use a, a word that Nate texted me shortly after the game, like it was just, I was just numb. I was like, I. I, I don't feel anything like this isn't exciting. Yeah, that was that was the 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 least amount of effort I pu- I've put into a World Series victory graphic after the World Series. I've literally it was just like my standard template. And I'm like, all right, I'll throw up champions, put a picture of a couple of the guys and I'm going to call it a night and go back to watching like the third Jurassic Park movie that we were <laughs> had to, that we had to put on pause for the game. So it all that to say, it just wasn't. It just wasn't exciting, especially seeing it at home. Like there wasn't even an element of excitement with that. It's not like you you silence the Philly crowd. It's like, oh, okay, Houston faithful is going crazy, yada yada yada. They do the thing. Oh yeah, Houston, we're the we're the we're the greatest. Ring the bell. And that was the other thing. It got to me, or it shouldn't have gotten to me, but it did. Is like the trolling after the fact. Like Houston's Twitter account uh christian vasquez which kind of caught me by surprise like he's tweeting like we're dancing on our own ring the bell using some of like philly's things i'm like why are we pick- why are we picking on philly like i get it if if you if you just swept the yankees in the alcs and you want to you want to throw some shots which they did i'm like i get that but like come on who, who who's really picking on philly here did philly really really run their mouth to the point where it warranted all this like using these using their own medicine against them i don't know it it the whole thing i hated it all it 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 just sucked well the philly fan the philly team didn't 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 bring that upon the astros but definitely the philly fan base was all out at the astros i mean every fan base has been out for the astros look the trolling part for me might have gotten too far at some point i agree with you on that it was too much but what i think at some point i mean for you guys i mean i get it it's boring and the biggest thing is everyone just doesn't like the Astros for 2017. It's we're not sugarcoating. It's it has a hundred percent, a million percent with 2017. At what point do we say the Houston Astros are a great team and we're going to stop hating them? Is that ever going to get to a point for you or either of you? Well, Nate, I already know the answer, but for you, but right. 
one no, I mean, I think, I think we've made our, I think we've, we've stated our case on here. Like we're, I think, I mean, if you're asking Nate and Nate and myself, I think we've made it clear that we're, we're beyond the, the trash can jabs. Like at that, at this point it's tired, it's lazy. It's, I don't but know. But I guess it's more just, so it's now, it's it's the success. It's like tied in. The only thing I can, the comparison I see it right now at the Astros, not to the same extent, was the Patriots when everything that happened with Deflategate and Spygate with Belichick and Brady, right? And then there was greatness involved within maybe some issues, but people just hated the Patriots. And I didn't like the Patriots. I'm a Ravens fan. And it bothered, you know, the heck out of me. But is that what we're starting to see? Like, it's a boring thing. It's like, yeah, it's great but you don't, you don't care. Like, is that ever going to change until someone else comes in? That's always going to be rooting against Houston. Until that roster is completely overhauled in my mind. Yeah. I think the the hardest part is that like, it's not, it's, it's not necessarily about 2017. It's more about for me anyway. And I, I think a lot of baseball fans can hop on board is that it's, it's about the fact that there was there was no consequences. It's the fact that we watched them continue to succeed, and now they're sitting on top of the world. And it's like, you know what? You never had anything bad go wrong. Like, nothing went wrong for you guys. You know what I mean? Nothing outside of, of your GM and your manager, nothing went wrong. And you're in your minuscule fine. Yeah, your ridiculous fine that was chump change. It's just like, it's such a slap in the face to watch this team remain cocky, remain, you know, dominant. And it, and it's not that we're disagreeing with the fact that they're a, a good ball club. We all know that they're a good ball club, but it just, it hurts to watch because it's like nothing ever happened to you guys. And now this ridiculous dynasty conversation has oh. been thrown out. And I can't even begin to understand why people consider this a dynasty. Well, this is the thing that you bring up a good point. And this, so you're upset with the the lack of ramifications. So is this Correct. an Astros I feel problem, like Ryan, or is this Ryan's more of a playing, major league baseball? Ryan's playing like the therapist role here. I like this. This is nice. Like Nate, Nate, you know, Nate and I are on our couches. Finally. This is yeah, this is therapeutic. Whatever you need before. I've been eyes. away from you guys for for a couple episodes, and I'm sorry. And this is maybe just get it out there. But it seems like this. This pent up frustration or emotion is, but so it's because of the lack of ramifications. So I'll ask again: Is this more? Should more blame be on Major League Baseball? Because no matter what, now it's the Astros first, and Major League Baseball is now the second or third. Like it's that's that's the back. It's the uh, you know the back mirror. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously we we all find our issues with Major League Baseball, and it and it definitely has to be a part of the equation. And that's why I mentioned earlier that it like, this is bad for baseball. Good for baseball would have the Phillies winning it. The expanded playoffs are the last team in Rob Manfred would have checked all boxes, right? He would have done all the right, pushed all the right buttons. Um, And this was, this was like anti-move and it's, and it's just, it's annoying specifically for American league fan bases. You know what I mean? And it's just like constantly running into this buzzsaw. And it's like the buzzsaw shouldn't shouldn't have been there. And I hate the cockiness of current Astro guys that were a part of 2017 
former Astro guys that were part of 2017 that are going and getting ridiculous paychecks. I just, I don't understand why it hurts so much, but it hurts to my core. I hate it. I hate it all. It was stupid, um, and uh, I'm not over it. So, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna, I don't want to say stoop, but I'm just, I'm not going to give in to the reaction that I know Astros fans want from the entire baseball world right now. And that's to just sit here. That's the other thing. And dude. cry like- and whine about it. And I'm not saying that's what Nate's doing. I'm just saying generally, I've seen a lot of that. And the immediate response is keep crying champs forever. You can't take this away, this one away from us. And it's like, there is such, and, and look, I, I, I don't care. I, I know I've said, like, yeah, I hated it all. But, like, I truly, I don't care about this this World Series. Good for Houston, whatever. I, good for their fans. I don't care. But for the fans to sit there and to, to just let, like, let us have it, it makes no sense to me. Because there, it, at a certain point, you have to acknowledge yeah, that there, there's such a blindness there. That you can't even admit, you can't acknowledge what was wrong, what happened was wrong. Yeah. And you're just going to, you're going to completely 180. You're going to turn your back on that and just let, let these, like Nate said, specifically American League fan bases have it with, with such an arrogance behind it. it right. It's like, okay, what, whatever. Like, we'll just, just wait till this party's over and then we'll I don't understand on. why there couldn't have been, like, we, we see it in college football. Right, like the like the bans for bowl games. When you break the rules, like there has to be, there was there was no, they they continued to dominate. That's what was frustrating for me. They immediately bounced back, and they're a okay, and and there was nothing that that affected the cockiness and arrogance of the fan base in the core group. But it's like ah, it's just it's annoying. It sucks. It sucks. I will okay. say the the five year spread I feel like diluted it a little bit for me. If this would have happened, say say the whole COVID year didn't happen and we just had a regular season in twenty twenty and it, they would have maybe won in twenty twenty, I would have been like, okay, like I've I've got a real issue here. But we were getting to the point where it's like, I mean, I was already at that point, and the my my quote graphic went viral on Facebook because all the old heads were getting on there, being like, "Okay, okay, buddy." When I was talking about uh, how fans are using this as a crutch, like a, the fan bases of opposing teams are using 2017 as a crutch, and they don't want to admit that the 2022 Astros were the most complete team in baseball. I, I just. I don't, I don't know. 2020, like, as I was saying, 2022, I, I was getting to the point where I was okay with it. I was like, it's been far enough. We were, we're far enough removed of, for me, at least we're far enough removed to where it's like, we have to just acknowledge what took place, what happened and how, how good of a baseball team they were. But people just don't want to do that. And that's fine. Like if, if that's the approach they want to take, that's fine. But like at a certain point, we're going to have to move on. And again, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody on this call in particular. I'm just saying, like, a- as a baseball world, we're going to have to get past the whole once cheaters, always the cheaters, because y- you can't assume that they're just they're cheating every single season because that's lazy. And that that says more about how insecure you are about your own team 
that you're not willing to support them to the point where you're just going to throw the crutch of the, the Astros cheating scandal on the Astros and say, well, I know my team isn't good enough to beat the Astros, even though I, I can pretty much assume they're not cheating, but I'm just going to throw that on them instead anyway. I don't know. You know, I, again, like this just feels to me like like the Patriots. Like it just feels like it. Like I, that, I think the thing that bothered people more was the reaction. I think the, the fans' reactions to right the, the and that's like the it's I'm not going to say it's an entitlement, but it's they they want to prove to you that we were, we're still good. Keep hating, and I think that's the same thing. To flip the gear a little bit, because this is the one player that. Well, one, I, I was rooting for Trey Mancini, and I'm super happy about for him for winning for everything he's gone through. had a, had a really tough postseason, and and but but just a great guy, and I'm so glad that he had an impact play, obviously in, in game. What was it four or five? Five. Anyway, the five. other player though, I play at, yeah. I play first uh, game five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so like it was great for him, and Trey will never be. I will never change my opinion with Trey. I'm so happy for him. But the guy that I really like on the Astros is Pena. I I love the way he handles himself. And maybe that's the next wave of Astros where it's not that. If you hear the guy talk, and obviously he he, he let his play do the, do the talking, but maybe that's what it's going to be because right now he was a, the main reason and he's a fresh new face. Well, before uh, we get into the World Series MVP and, and all the accolades and everything, I just want to wrap up this dynasty conversation because I know Nate brought it up and I didn't feel like we really got into it. But what is the general sentiment here on that that no. conversation? No. Because I have I have a very strong feelings about it, but I was curious how, how you all felt about it. And I feel like Ryan was probably going to be a little different. Am I? Am I going to be different? I I feel like I know where your head's at, but I'm curious to hear if it's if it differs. I think winning's extremely challenging. I don't think that we put that into perspective enough. You know, if you go back to dynasty is attributed to continued success and usually people expect multiple championships and where it gets where it's going to be conflicting for Houston is how do you view the 17 championship? How do you view their World Series title, which most people don't? It's an asterisk next to it for most people. So for me, I'm right in the middle of saying the dynasty, and I, if you made a point otherwise, I would I could completely understand. But let's just let's just say it as it is. They've been to what four World Series, right? Four four and six years. Is that the correct number? So they've won two. That's what the records six, say. Six consecutive ALCS appearances. So if I could live with, if you could go with both, I could live with either one, but you cannot take away that whatever they are doing is something that is rare in the sport. We just don't see it. It's not like, what was the Braves record of how many divisional titles they won in a row or something like that? Like what my point is the Braves didn't win all those years. What the Astros did, the Astros are constantly there. And then I think at some point you're gonna we, we're realizing like as great the Yankees problems, the Yankees make the playoffs most years. Red Sox do too, but they don't get to the ALCS most times. They don't go back to the World Series. 
but they win them when they do at times. Well, not the Yankees, but right. That's the point. So I, I think that whatever you want to view it as, please understand that it's still a special accomplishment that, that should be respected, whether you like them or not. All right. I'm going to need diplomatic Ryan to, to step over the the line here and, and make a decisive decision here on whether or not he believes the Astros are a dynasty because you, you just played the listeners like a I, fiddle. Well, no, They're sitting it's there. Not, it's not playing the, the I, I, like I said, I would like to believe that what they've accomplished is dynasty because they did win two championships, whether you like it or not. But if someone were to argue to me that they don't like the asterisk, I just don't see many other teams moving forward that are going to go to six straight ALCSs, four World Series, and come away with two titles. I don't see it. But even, if you're even, that- even if we're going to be okay with the 2017 World Series ring, even if we're okay with it, it can't be defined as a dynasty when you have a different GM, a different manager, and you have maybe, what, five guys on your roster from the last one? It's just not enough of the core group that, that that's held together to be qualified as a dynasty, in my mind. Your like, shortstop I, from the first World Series was doing post-game coverage on TBS. So, like, That's kind of what I'm thinking. What, you know? what are we really doing here? And yeah. look... I still don't know if Ryan has committed to an answer yet. I don't know if he's still, I don't know if the jury's still out on that. But for me, should be a politician. The you, <laughs> look, well, I mean the elect what the election day is Tuesday. It might be a little bit too late this year. I don't. I wouldn't get many votes. But I believe in you, Ryan Ripken, twenty twenty two. No, look, Houston Astros, best team in baseball, absolutely sure. A dynasty. That requires more than one legitimate championship. I'm sorry. You can talk you can talk to me all you want about ALCS appearances. What does that mean? Unless you're the last team standing. You can make it to 20 ALCS appearances consecutive. But if you don't win, if you didn't win a single one of those, are we really talking dynasty here? And I'm not saying that's what hap- what's happened here, because the sample size is obviously much smaller. But you have one legitimate championship. So you got to have the key pieces. You got to have the key pieces in in place. If you have different pieces, it doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig in a little bit right here because it's saying one legitimate, and this is where I, I get the Red Sox. Obviously, were in a little bit of a controversy in their last World Championship. Is that is that fair to say? Sure. A little bit of controversy going on with them. So my point is, in the record books, it is two championships for the Houston Astros. They have been to four World Series in six years. So take out the ALCSs. Even the four World Series. What other teams have been to four World Series in six years in recent year? Maybe do we have a do we have baseball reference? In our but minds that's my in. but that's my I, point. Do, I, do we define dynasty on on World Series appearances now? Like, is that what is that what we're we're doing here? But they got they got two. I think right now, if we're going to take in the last, the last one in baseball was the Yankees. If you were to consider dynasty, with 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 Jeter, is that and, yeah. and why did why were they considered a dynasty? Yeah, they won what they won three. Um, it's three, right? They straight, went back to yeah. back. They're the last team to win four back and five. to back. Four and five. I think they went six straight. Okay, 
So, but they they're the last no, team to win. They missed in 97. 96, no. 98, 99, 2000. They went back in 2001. Yeah. They lost so, in 2001, obviously. La- they're the last team to repeat and they're the last team to win that amount of championships in that time frame. So, to that point, yes, if that's going by the standard, the Astros then in the last 20 years are the closest thing that we have seen. And next year, what happens? They go to the World Series again to win. They have to be a dynasty. Whether you had any doubts, they go and win a World Series again in the next two years. The dynasty conversation can change. I'm saying at the current moment. Okay, yeah. and, and that and that's a fair argument. But I'm going to say right now, there that is the closest thing we've seen in 20 years. If they win in the next two years, they can't. You can't debate it. It can't be debated. Baseball, we've seen it is so hard. They are the closest thing we've seen to it. And I'm not, and I sound like I'm an Astros fan here. And I know Kyle's just looking at me <laughs> and just, I, he's ruminating something in his mind. He's going to share. No, no, it's just like, I, I don't know. You're, you're very much coming at this from the standpoint of what the, what the history books say now. The history books say that the, the Astros were World Series champions in 2017 and now 2022. But I think we can all agree, whether you're an Astros fan or the the biggest Astros hater, that 2017 was not legitimate. And if if what Astros fans say are true, which I, I have to believe it is, if they say, well, it's not like we're the only ones, that's true. But then... Let's look at the legitimacy of these other World Series. That doesn't that doesn't make yours any any better. Like that doesn't make your yours any less legitimate. That's my that's my entire point. So to me, and this isn't me because I I know it's just the I, I can hear it now. Well, the salt from this guy. It's not that, but you have to you have to come to terms with the fact that the Astros in the last six five six years have one legitimate. World in in their franchise history have one legitimate World Series, yeah, and a point that a place. point that nobody's talking about is who's to say the again I've been I've been preaching this in the comments the odds of it in my opinion are very slim that we would find out years later about another scandal this year but who's to say that doesn't happen we we don't know and so as of right now we know what we know and we know that. They were just a really good team, but who's to say years, a couple years down the road, we don't see a, a similar situation with 2017. Last thing I'll say with it, I, I agree with I, I I agree with with some of the points you guys make. Good points, you guys are very well thought out individuals. But I do think <laughs> the point I think the point which drives it home more for people that makes it harder to get on board with any of it is the reactions from the people that that really do support the Astros. It's the reactions that are bothering people more. Not specifically to me, the team. It's the, like you said, the entitlement or the arrogance about we're showing. I think that is bothering people more now than people want to say. Because I feel like if that didn't happen, more people would consider that what the Astros have accomplished is more special than it gets credit for. I would have more respect for Astros fans if they would have if the sentiment following game six would have been all right, we can breathe. Now we, we made it to the mountaintop. We took care of business. 
We did what we had to do. We are undisputed world champions. But it was just, we're back. We did it again. That's two in the books. Let's keep this dynasty rolling. It's like, that's that's not reality. It's the, <laughs> It's a very flawed, distorted reality in Houston. And I'm not saying all fans down there feel that way there are some that had that 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 reaction where it's like okay we we can breathe we did it we did it the right way we had dusty at the helm at the helm we did it the right way but majority of them not so much i am happy for dusty i'm happy for dusty and happy for trey but i'll be honest with you it didn't it it i thought that that would help me i'd be able to pinch my nose a little bit and get through it just based on those two guys, but it, it wasn't enough. I was like, this is great and all, but it, it didn't do it for me. How quickly did you turn it off after the last out? Oh, I, I'm like almost immediately. I was like, let me get like as soon like as the, Tucker caught it. Right. Yeah. I think the well, last I mean, thing I saw was your Don, like in the outfield with his arms up. And then I was like, I'm out. I think, yeah, I think the last thing I saw was, uh, I want to say I saw Schwarber at the top step, him and a, him, maybe him and Cassie were up at the top step, just kind of soaking it in. I was like, okay, I've, I've seen what I needed to see here. Yeah. I will say I, I, I get goosebumps. I didn't get a chance to watch the final out live and I try to every single world series to watch it because it reminds me of why I wanted to play and to see the hard work that everyone puts in. So I couldn't speak on that one this time, and I, I get it, but I still think that is one of the coolest moments coming together. And if you go back and look at a lot of the World Series and how much it means, um, I still think it's great. I really do. A uh, very insignificant pet peeve of mine, but I hate when the final out of the World Series is in foul territory. Like I don't know why that bothers me so much, but I'm like, we played 162 regular season games. We played an entire postseason, an entire World like Series, just to come down into a foul out. Like, give me a strikeout. Give me a, a fly out, a ground ball. Give me like a Chris Bryant to Anthony Rizzo-esque play. I, give me something. When was but the last a fly time? out when, and tear the foul territory? Foul territory. Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, that's the immediately the first one that comes to mind. Him just catching it like in the coach's box or cl- like yeah. close to the logo there, and just falling to the ground. I'm, I don't know. It just it just bugs it me. Did, it doesn't yeah, happen all the, that often, it was, but it just it, really bugs me. It was, Charlie it, Hayes it, in '96 with the Yankees, same thing. It's a very it's anticlimactic for sure in the sense yeah. that it's because if it drops, the play keeps going. You know, it doesn't feel yeah. like the storybook, the fairy tale way a game's gonna end. I'm with you on that. It's different. Definitely yeah. is. Did you see know. the the dugout cam of uh, like the, all the coaches celebrating around Dusty? I don't know if you noticed, yes. but like Dusty somewhere down at the score, bottom because Dusty keeps score, yeah. and so it was like the first, like even after everyone's still celebrating, he just takes his pencil, writes down the final part of. The I don't book, think he like, saw ball hit mitt. I really don't. I think he was. <laughs> yeah, like I think he just immediately in. went there. Yeah. Hear it all the noise. Make sure he finished his game out. The book was done, and and then he was already mobbed before he could pick his head up. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have you just cool. have to know you're getting mobbed like immediately. So you're like, all right, let me get this last. Uh... That that part I couldn't help but smile for sure because that's just that's a baseball lifer. That's a that's a through and through legend. You know what I mean? Been in a lot of clubhouses in many different roles. 
And it's good to see that that kind of guy that's just like, you you deserve that for sure. It just sucks that it came with the jersey that you're wearing. Yeah, all in all, I I'll be honest with you, the Phillies did not give me much life. Dude, those they just last, laid those it down. Games. Like it it there was a I don't know, I, I can't exactly pinpoint it at what point in the series it happened. It it was very likely maybe in the middle of one of the, the earlier games. But there was a point where it was just a a a very distinct drop off, just in in energy and life and output. Yeah, yes, the Astros are a good team, but you got to like you got to give me something a little more than that. And again, it, for me, it comes back to that Schwarber bun attempt. Like, what are we what are we doing? What are we trying that. to make happen? There's nobody on base. There's two strikes and two outs. I don't know. I I, I really don't. Game Game Three was the ultimate pinnacle for the Phillies this this World Series. That that was like that was peak frenzy in Philly, going nuts, and then it just you're right. It honestly felt like from Game Four on, it felt like that they were getting it was getting knocked down a level. It was just slowly. De- it was like a slow. It was a slow death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, even like yeah. even the even the combined no hitter, which isn't a real no hitter, by the way. Like after that game, <laughs> you come back the follow, like literally the first at bat at home, and you have a Kyle Schwarber leadoff home run. So it's like even even that. And again, we've already talked about this, but that was following the night before where Kyle Schwarber follows it up and says, "I really don't care about a, no, a combined no hitter. Like cool, we'll be you in the history books, whatever." Shows up the next night, hits a leadoff home run. I'm like, okay, we're good. Like, I don't say we, but like Phillies, they're good. They're they're in good shape. They'll be fine. We'll see how this game plays out. But I think at some point after that leadoff home run, there was a there was a drop off, and it was it was slow. It was sad, and it was not life giving. I'll say that much. Well, they 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 fed off of Harper. Harper was everything. Schwarber obviously had the most. If you look at it from the beginning to the end, was had a great postseason. Harper was the heartbeat, obviously the home run ascendant of the World Series, and you could feel their whole roster was was uh, pressing more as as the games went on. And Castellanos felt Castellanos got off to a great start in the postseason. He started to fall off. Just lazy at bats. I was I was just looking. I was actually just looking through the box scores. You had game four, five, and six. Reese Hoskins was zero for twelve. Bryce was one for eight. Castellanos was, I think, one for eleven, and for and for them to win this series, they needed their big bats to yeah. do it. That's how they got to the World Series. And yes, their pitching was solid, but their those big bats were the reason they got there. And when they weren't there, and their main guys, it it was deflating to the team. Like Schwarber was the only person, but Schwarber goes about his business where he's Schwarber. You know, and that's exciting, but it's not the same type of energy that Harper's home runs or Hoskins hitting a homer and then throwing the bat 300 miles an hour at the ground. You know, it's it's different. Yeah. And 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 it was tough. It was, I I do feel for Phillies fans, but I will say this: if you're a Philly fan, you got to be ecstatic about what the team did and where they're going. You know, this this could be something that uh, you can continue to build on. I mean, um, our. 
But are the t- I guess my question for you guys is is the 2023 version of the Philadelphia Phillies going to be the 2022 version of the San Francisco Giants? Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I'm fearful for. I think it. I think we got like we talked about, right? This was the best team in baseball versus the hottest team in baseball. They got hot at the right time. I don't think we can all sit here and say that they were the best team in the NL. No, no, absolutely so, not. I don't know. I I don't see that. And I mean, it's going to take some, some interesting moves. Like I'm curious to see if, if they go get one of the big shortstops, um, they need another arm in the rotation and they probably bolster the bullpen just a little bit. So it's like, uh, it takes a lot of work and I know Dombrowski loves spending money, but like, I don't know how much, how much they have left. It, it it will be interesting. It, it, you're right. It, it's it's hard to replicate going back to a World Series. We just talked about how hard it is to repeat getting back there for another year. And that's why I gave credits. We're done talking about the Astros, but that's why I gave credit to. It's going to be hard. And Philly, the, the Braves will be back. The Mets will be competitive again. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dodgers aren't going to go away. The Giants should bounce back. The NL is going to be very strong. But having said that, the Phillies, now you got over that hump of the expectation with the stars you brought in. Now now you know you can do it. Harper Harper broke his narrative as well. You know, can't perform in the postseason. And we found, I mean, he proved that he can do more than that. He's an MVP player both in the regular season and postseason. So I wouldn't be surprised. In this new playoff format, it's going to be really interesting because right now you just got to get in. Philly just mm-hmm. showed you just have to get into the dance. Mm-hmm. And then see how see how long you can dance, and, and hopefully be the last one standing. They were close. Yeah, I mean you you're talking about having your day made if you're working in MLB HQ, seeing what the Phillies did with this new opportunity. Right. Like it it literally couldn't be a better scenario or outcome for that. I mean, obviously you if you win the whole thing, but pretty much gave you exactly what you were hoping for with this expanded postseason and people. Again, we've talked about this, but people that want to complain about the format, that's literally why we play the game. Yeah. If you want to dwindle it down to where we have two teams coming out of each league, if you want to have some sort of college football bracket here, like, sorry, you're you're in the wrong sport. And while I've made it clear, I don't want 18 teams making it to the postseason. For people that complain about teams get hot that maybe didn't have a great year. Like I said, they had to at least stay above water. Like the Phillies, it's not like the Phillies came in as like a, a a 300 winning percentage ball club. Like they had to at least win baseball games and they were just able to out narrative. Some of these other teams with, with narratives, the Dodgers coming in as, as, and I'm not saying specific matchups, but the Phillies basically did, what these other teams with other narratives couldn't do the pot or the Dodgers coming in just says this world beater ball club. How'd that work out? The, the Padres who were supposed to be all that. How did that work out? The Mets not going to waste my breath. It's just an example of perfect. It's why we play the game. Mm -hmm. It's why we play the game. And and, the nice thing is, is that the Eagles are crazy good. So they can just chill. Like <laughs> Phillies fans it's can be good, upset for a, a couple days. Yes, it's, a, like... it's a good time to be a Phil- first off. It's a good time to be a Philly fan because we're actually. I'll just say, if you're in a city where you have multiple sports, you, you're you have, you have a better out chance of a of a positive outcome. Yes, you could have yeah. a lot of more heartbreaks, 
but you have you have teams and all of them. The Phillies teams are competitive. The Phillies, though, with the MLB format moving forward, it's going to give so many teams like the Phillies a fighting chance. I mean, honestly, you talked about the Giants. The Giants were really banged up, couldn't get it together. But then they started to play a little bit better towards the end of the season. They just ran out of season. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the same scenario next year. And I think it's going to be exciting. But also, I think this was a great, how the, the outcome, what worked out. There was a the talk about how, this format. It's going to destroy the teams that, that earn the buy. The good thing with the Astros in that case they proved the narrative, hey, we can have the bye. We can have the days off. We'll still win. And on the flip side, so you had the best of both worlds. You had a team that said it didn't matter. We we're going to figure it out. And we had one team that said, well, here's our, the door's cracked open this much. Let's break it open. And it did. So that's kudos to Major League Baseball. It made it exciting. And no matter yeah. what, as no, no, I get it. Like, But as we talked about, playoff atmosphere is just a different breed across any American sport. It is. And the more that people can see and lay eyes on that, the better. So, and I think that's, a, and that gave us Philly and, and we might not be talking about this at all if this didn't happen. So thank you to MLB for that. And thank you for Philly for balling Truth. out. And Truth. thank you to big league Chew for sponsoring the three Oh take podcast night. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977 for more than 40 years. The iconic pouches pack was shredded flavorful. Bubblegum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and uh, is designated as the Hall of Fame Bubblegum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League Bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers who purchase any of their products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. BLC. Big League Chew. Um, All right. The Aftermath. Jeremy Pena named World Series MVP. There was, I don't know if, con- I, don't, I wouldn't say controversy, but there was some some talk about maybe some other deserving candidates. I think Framber Valdez was, was one of the ones at the top. Uh, are we in agreement with Pena as the, the selection there? The first rookie yeah. position player to win the, win the award? I thought him or Valdez for how they they I, I really thought those were the two. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I think it was. I think it was. It was just a lot of really good pitching that I think we kind of overlooked there. And, I mean, what I think Ryan Presley had like, did he have all four saves? Well, I don't. I don't know if technically the the no hitter was a saw- save, right? I think they saw him in what, like, was it five straight? Yeah, maybe six. No, 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 he, he, he went. He went. He pitched in five of the games. Five. I'm pretty sure there was all consecutive. Yeah, he he was it's pretty solid. He was great. Uh, you could have made the argument. I mean, Valdez was dominant when he pitched. I mean, he talked mm-hmm. about being consistent. I think if Pena didn't hit, get a hit in, in every game of the World Series, and his heroics also in Philly played really well there. I think that that stuck out. So Pena, I'm, I'm fine with it. Pena finished with 10 hits, hitting 400. He had one home run and three ribbies. As I mentioned, first rookie position player to win the award. Uh, Framber Valdez finished 2-0 and with 12 and a third. Uh, two earned runs, 18 Ks, and only allowed six hits and five walks. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty dominant. I mean, 18 Ks. Hidden 400 and a guy, I mean, you could have made the case for either. And again, these unsung heroes that people don't really know much about. You know, well, if you're a baseball fan, you're going to figure out, you, you heard about Valdez from, we talked about earlier in, in the year or end of the season. But Pena was a guy that people talked about, but it, honestly, we, we talked a little bit about for the show, but he's got to be the, the, he had to have been, not he is the most underrated rookie. And he was the, he turned out to be, is he the most impactful because they won? Or would you still get that to J-Rod? Or even Adley. I think isn't the voting before the postseason? Yeah, he's I feel not, like we ask I mean, this every Pena, year. Pena's Pena's not going to win Rookie of the Year. It's not going to be close with that. But what I'm saying is, did after seeing this, and even if you go back and look at Pena's stats and playing shortstop, should he have deserved more acknowledgement? Oh, for sure, probably, like he, probably, he, yeah. I mean, he finished with what, like 20, 22 bombs, wins the uh, ALCS MVP, World Series MVP. Like, just his year as a whole was was phenomenal. And and there there were some lulls for sure. Like he he, he cooled off at, at times, but for a rookie, asking a rookie to come in and fill the shoes of what was like your guy at short, and to do what he did in the 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 way that he did it, especially, I mean, I don't know what percentage of Astros fans adored Carlos Correa versus what percentage were like, all right, this dude is, he needs to, he needs to step back for just a bit. He needs to, to cool off. So I don't like, I don't know what that breakdown was, but for Jeremy Payne to just come in and like with the story about it, like with his mom and, and the heart and all that, like it is just a, a far more likable guy. And, mm-hmm. Again, to do what he did after being asked to fill those shoes, it's all the more impressive. So I just looked up his numbers, and I understand it's not gonna it's not gonna relate to the other guys that we've mentioned. But again, you're replacing a face of that besides Altuve and Bregman. Correa is obviously a face that was there, and he is an All Star caliber player. But Pena came in, hit two fifty. Had 22 homers, 20 doubles, and and two triples while playing a very solid shortstop. You know, was he the was he the Gold Glove Award winner? I believe as well. How many games did he start? Played 136. So he didn't play. Obviously, he's missing. Then you know, 26. But still, yeah, that's, that's pretty good for a. Rookie. Well, I you, think you, I think you, they they were still kind of up in the air for the first month or so. Yeah, I don't think he was the starting shortstop to begin the season. Was he? I can't remember exactly. It wasn't. But... No, I don't think it was like solidified. I don't think he had it solidified. No. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, definitely deserves some credit. 512 chances. He had 19 errors. You know, and again, as a rookie, I yes, understand that you guy. can look at the 19 errors, but man, you're coming in and you're replacing an iconic, one of the most iconic figures in Houston's history into what he did. We should have given him more credit. But because of the other superstar rookies, he slipped underneath. Yeah. And obviously, you know, he's great. Uh, I mean, do you guys like him? He's a likable guy, right? Even though he I plays just, for Houston? I just wish he played for some. Yeah, I just wish he played yeah. for somebody else, honestly. Yeah. like, Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, yeah. Okay, but that's all I need to hear. 
you can uh, you could just you can sit back and enjoy you know what i mean like you can sit back and enjoy good baseball and, and appreciate good baseball um and i and, and if I you're definitely Houston, understand you need that. guys like him to come in yeah. and like help yeah. eradicate that image because otherwise right. it, it's it's never gonna go away yeah i think you what know, did you see the interview i mean i'm assuming we we saw the interview with Correa. Right, yeah, back in and, back in the studio. Right. And then and then Correa <laughs> telling so that story earlier in the postseason. He's like, you know, I, I went up to Jeremy and, and told him, you know, that you know, this you're gonna be the guy. You're gonna be the guy now. I'm leaving. And it's like, I don't stop, dude. Like you don't you don't get to put your handprint on this and say, You helped Jeremy Pena be Jeremy Pena. Go away. And that's something that the Astros, I think, can can and Astros fans can be excited about. It's like it's the new guy, and he's and he's quieter, and he's a little more humble, and he's a little less in your face. And I think I think he's got to stay that way. Do you know what I mean? I think he's got to stay pretty pretty low key. I don't think I want to see him as the new villain. But that's the thing is, I don't think he will. If he if he, if the Astros stay relevant, he could be the main guy that changes this perception of how people view because to me, I love the way he handles himself. I thought he was great. He's likable, which is off brand for being an Astro right now, as far as for the, the majority. So we'll see. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Awesome. And uh, I, I hope to see him to continue. And also it reminds you, he, he, he not only turned out to be such a big part, he was the, one of the cheapest options for the mm-hmm. Astros. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go up and down that entire lineup, like that whole roster, really. I mean, they 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 built that, and they got some guys for cheap, mm-hmm. and they just they developed them. And to, to that point, I got to give them credit. Like, that, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, you, you say what you will about the scandal and all that, but the fact that they, they were smart with their acquisitions, they were smart with their development, like, that can be the source of a dynasty. Now, of course, you have to go out and win, and you have to keep those guys around, and you have to win more than just the ALCS, as we've talked about. But like that, they've got they've got the blueprint that other teams want. Whether or not they want to admit it, they've got the blueprint that other teams want, and that's just the reality of it. Well, Pena, Framber, Jordan, all under twenty five. Tucker, I it's believe, good, as well. So it's a good, it's a good nucleus. Not even a good, yeah. it's a great nucleus. Yeah. This, I think, moving forward, we can have this conversation after maybe I'd say at least two more rings within the next six years, and we can we can exclude twenty seventeen conversation. We could say if this core if this core stays together going forward then yes yeah like if, if, if you want to be a dynasty win so much to the point where 2017 doesn't even have to be a factor like win mm-hmm. win right. another one win a third one beyond right. 2017 and then we won't even have to worry about it right but until then sorry well then you can put your money where your mouth is like mattress mac just just put it down on the strows if you're that confident no so, one was a bigger no one was a bigger winner than Mattress Mac, by the way. Well, that's just true. a fact. That's just a fact. Uh, no, no one won bigger in Houston or he the world. Does he does this every year though, right? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. So and he just waits for it to 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 pan out. I mean, not that I'm like taking anything away from him. I mean, it's it's incredible that he. I don't. What I was think it? Seventy five million. Something like mm. I think whatever he's bet in the past, he definitely made that back. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he bet some other stuff too? Why do I feel he's, like he was he was betting the Rockets like a few years ago? He bet the Titans. He's betting a ton of things, but I just remember him popping up. You know what? If you believe in your team, especially just moving forward from not not endorsing that you go and and bet here, people. But if you endorse your team as much like he did for the Astros, I think he put down like four four different bets at different odds for the Astros throughout the year. Man kept doubling down and tripling down and quadrupling down. So hey, Nate's money. Nate's going to do that next year for the Yankees. No. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. No, no, maybe Red Sox. Nothing, nothing for this guy. But I will say, if you are interested in betting and you want to, you know, hop in a little group chat with some other people that are, that share that interest, or if you just want to hop in a group chat with baseball fans that, that don't want to gamble and you just want to talk some ball. You need to get on our chalkboard. You, the off season, the off season is here. We're gonna be we're gonna be dicing it up all off season, and just this just in. They're now on Android. There you go. I know we've had some folks waiting for that. We're yeah. they're now on Android, so you can join the party. Uh, but it's a great time to bring up one of the questions from our. Uh, questions for the pod channel i figured i'd highlight one uh anthony asks is the team that loses in the championship the best or worst loser he says hear me out are they the best loser because they're the last to lose or the worst loser because they didn't lose enough do you need me to run through that one more time the worst no i got it it's like a riddle. It's too late for these these um, Riddle me that. Question me that. Best or worst loser? I feel like I need to. I'm a very linear thinker. I think, so I'm going to need it, to think through this. I don't think it's as black and white as, as, as the question makes it out to be. I think it's a gray area depending on, on that team that loses. I think you... I think... And and this is coming from a guy that does feel like it's a you know the mentality is is championship or bust. I think that's has to be the mentality for every organization. But when you look at the Phillies, I think this was a very successful year. We've already went over, uh, you know, some huge advancements that they made and that they're most likely going to make moving forward. And I think that's a different story compared to a Dodgers team that you know, spends twice as much or a Yankees team that has all the hype. And, and, you know, it's, those are, are a different conversation. I think it, I think it just depends on the loser. So in this case, in that, in that argument, just so everyone understands specifically, I understand because that's what, that's what matters right now. You're saying, Correct. so if this was the Dodgers and the 111 win team, they get to the world series and lose. That's, that's obviously far more disappointing and that would fit your theory. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And the Phillies on the flip side barely get in there, enjoy the ride, fall short, but hey, that was amazing. You know. Yeah, because we weren't supposed to be here anyway. Kind of. Kind of. So that's that. Mentality. The Phillies are the best loser, and the Dodgers, if they made it, would have been the worst. Right. Okay. 
just so we're yeah. clear, I'm not a proponent of the we weren't supposed to be here mindset. I like to me. I don't, once I'm not you, saying once you, anyone in that clubhouse is. No, 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 no. And I'm not but, saying they are, but I'm just saying yeah. like it. Like for example, when we're making our when our when we're making our pre-series predictions for each step along the way, I'm looking at each team as though they're supposed to be there, minus the Mets. But I'm looking at every team as though they're supposed to be there, <laughs> and I'm a I, I'm evaluating my pick based on that reality. So like when it comes time for the World Series, I'm not going okay. Well, I'm going which I didn't, but I'm not going. I'm I'm going Astros in five because I'm like I'll give the Phillies a game, but like the Astros are really the team that belongs here. They're going to win the World Series. It's it's a shoe in. I've I've already talked at length about how you can't you can't write anything off when it comes time for October or November for that matter. But like if you're the Phillies and I and it's time to make a pick, I'm looking at you going. You know what? You had to go through a lot to get here, so I'm going to give you the respect you deserve. And I'm gonna make my pick based on that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna roll over and say, "Well, you know what? I'm not gonna go like Mike Ford with the Yankees." You know, just happy. Just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here, because that's you. You go through far too much to get to the point that you do to just say, "Well, it was a good run." Like, no, you play to win the game. So, what's your answer? I would say the what was it? The best loser. Because you're the last yeah. to lose, yeah, yeah. You're the best of the losers, right? Yeah. Is that how it's supposed to? That's be how I'm interpreting it. Yeah, I, I think mean, you're the, I think you're the yeah. best of best of the worst. I yeah. guess. Yeah, because you either win or you lose, and there's only one winner. But if yeah. you're the you're the last to fall, then yeah, you're the well, you're the best. You could, but in my again, let me give you my scenario. Replace Phillies with Dodgers. Do you say the same thing? Yeah, because you're the last domino to fall. I don't think that I think you can swap in any team you want, but if you're the last to fall, you think it's hitting the same? I don't think it hits the same. But like how but how is it I guess what I'm what I'm confused on is how is it hitting for you if the Dodgers lose? Because to me it's like you lose, you lose. The Phillies you lose, you lose. You didn't win. To me, it is kind of. I know you mentioned there's a little gray, but it, for it's, me, it's, it's, the, it's pretty the, black and white. The gray area is expectations. It's it's the be it's the pre season expectations, no, mid season no, no, sure. expectations, and entering postseason expectations. No, and I but but I guess for for my reasoning though, that doesn't necessarily impact my decision at all because like mm. the expectations play for sure. Mm-hmm. But you're still, regardless what your expectations were, if you're the la- if you if you're the last loser to fall, if you will, like, I mean that that accounts for something. Sure, it doesn't count for anything in the in the history books when it's all said and done. But like, so if the worst loser is the the least amount of wins, no, for we, sure, because you, you just then, suck. Right. Couldn't we just argue this then? You know, just to add to this this riddle conundrum. Wouldn't the World Series champion be the worst loser? <laughs> That's a great point. So I've, been, I've been like sink. Yeah. I've been. I, I was coming up with a different word here, but I've been thinking about that since it was asked. And then yeah. as you guys were talking, I'm just pondering. Yeah, you just added a. You just added like a fifth added dimension a to this new, question. Yeah. And that's not like I. I shouldn't say that. I'm capable of that, but I was like really excited to share that. That's yeah. a. That's an extremely valid point. Yeah. And what gets agree. wetter as it dries? A towel. 
good. Is ketchup a smoothie? No, stop. We're not getting into okay. this. Okay, now, now that's we'll save we that for the, the we'll that's save that for the real off season. Just we're saying. still we're Just still saying. reeling a little bit. Can we can we believe it's the off? Okay, do you guys feel okay about it? You know, is it? Is I this... am dead inside, Ryan. I'm dead inside. Wrong person. Everything Kyle, is hurting. Nate. Okay, wrong person asked that question too. Kyle, does it feel? Uh, it's not going to sit in probably for like another week, maybe. Cause right now it just feels like a travel day. Like for some reason, I just feel like we're going back to Philly for some consolation. I don't know, but it, it doesn't feel like it's the off season right now. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm just going to ride this feeling as long as I can. And then I will gradually come to terms with the fact that we're entering a, a long, dark, cold off season. I've mentally moved on to all of us hanging out at the World Baseball Classic. You know what? I just was talking about it this past weekend. Mm-hmm. About yeah, World you Baseball were. Classic is a thing. Invite your friends. Anyone mm-hmm. that's listening, maybe maybe we there's there'll be a a get together. Maybe even a tailgate outside. Yeah, let's Classic. let's hang out here. Yeah, everybody come hang out in Phoenix. That in that all is right. going to be wild. Ryan's going to take his private jet. He might let Kyle on. We'll see. Who is sponsoring that jet? (laughs) Manscaped. (laughs) Yeah. Use the promo code 30. Take take, uh, 20% off worldwide free shipping. (laughs) You know the drill. We don't need to run through that. Shout out Manscaped. (laughs) Take care of your family jewels. Also Um, SeatGeek. They sell plane tickets yeah no, dude don't. i don't have that that'd be wild seeking really is missing out on a big market there i think they need to get you're into right man like plane, everybody's plane always seats. looking for a a, yeah. a deal on an airline ticket because there's just some new lines yeah but you might have you guys might have opened up a whole new business i think nate needs to apply for a job there genius you're welcome SeatGeek. free advice yeah i I don't have the heart to promote SeatGeek right now because mm. what are we gonna go see I just assume that everybody that listens is a diehard baseball fan and nothing else, even though I know that's the furthest thing from reality. <laughs> I just, it, it helps me sleep at night when I just think that we just have diehards listening. But I know there's been people that have been checked out for weeks, maybe months at this point. So I don't know. But, I mean, I guess, fine. 3 take, all caps. Use promo code CQ. <laughs> take $20 off your first purchase. You, you know the drill. I that's all I can give you at this point. Um, if you had to rate, kind of wrapping things up here, if you had to, uh, if you had to give this this World Series a grade, what would you give it? Letter grade or number grade? Uh, let's go number grade. Give me a decimal with it too. Out of let's ten, get, let's get specific. Yep, ten being ten being. I'm trying to think of. Uh, a World Series to compare it to. Ten being twenty sixteen, just baseball ecstasy. Hmm. What, what are you giving it? I don't know, but that's not getting a ten. I'd give it a seven point. I would. I would say that a lot of baseball fans would disagree, but that's just me. Anyway, I'm going to give it a seven point one. Three. We're gonna to move to the hundredth decimal. Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought the first three games energy like game one actually just like off the bat. Unbelievable game one. 
Game two, a little bit slower. Game three, energy through the roof. Game four and five were entertaining. And even game six. I thought all the games, to an extent, were entertaining. And that's what you wanted as a fan. And there were those tense moments. And whether or not you liked it, it was still a very... Alvarez's home run was still a... It will be an iconic moment for Astros fans. It was good. I love the atmosphere as also. I thought Philly's atmosphere added to the element as well. So seven, what did I say? 7.12? One, Hold three, on. You can round, Nate, you can round you give, up or down. One, Nate, before you give your score, I'm, you got me, you got me thinking over here. So if, if the Cubs using the rain delay to break the curse, isn't a 10 for you. What is a 10 world series wise? Oh, wait, you said I, I'm not, kind of one of the, 10? I'm, I'm one of those guys that's just like, there's no such thing as a 10. Okay. You know, I mean, you have the you have the perfect slice okay, of pizza. Okay, but since we're talking about dynasty, since we're talking about dynasties and the and the closest thing to a dynasty, what's the closest thing to your to your ten World Series? I don't That's like close. That jab. That's close. Hey, hey, not nah, it's a shoe fits. <laughs> it's a shoe I fits. I don't like that jab. But I, I don't Nate, know. Answer the question. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. If the That's shoe close. Fits. That's close. Is can that you the think closest? Of, can you think of one that tops it? Uh, I mean, the Joe Carter walk-off for the Blue Jays. Well, I, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of... I mean, I was that, more so thinking that's like... That's probably... I was thinking like recency, but yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. Not terribly far away. Yeah. I don't know. Great that's just going to kind of rattle it off. Great right? call on that. Yeah, I mean, a walk-off to, walk to win it. Yeah, I'd say that's... that's Reggie Jackson, three-home run game. Now we're going to the archives. All right, you know what I mean? Enough. I think there's, I think there's some stuff we could, we could dig sure, into. Sure, for sure, for sure. But right. uh, I'm gonna one, give it a, a four point eight. Okay, dude. Um, is, that, is that how many minutes of it you watched? Correct. Four point eight. Um, games one, two, three were good. I mean, game four was also. You can lump that in there as well. Uh, stupid. No hitters are not no hitters. And no, combined no hitters are not no hitters. Combined it's a no, no hitter, hitter, but not it's not no a, hitters. It's not a no hitter. Uh, the the postponement was stupid. So yeah, four point eight. All right, the uh, the in game the in game interviews in the dugout stupid. Did, need I say more? Framber Valdez definitely rubbing substances off of his palm. Four point eight. Bryce, Bryce, that was a huge hit you had up there. What were you thinking when you were up at the plate? Well, I was just looking for a pitch a hit, and you know, he just put it right there for me, and I was able to do some damage with it and put our team so ahead. And you know, stupid. I'm just trying to help the team win. And yeah, band in game interviews. What are yeah. we doing, Kenny? Stupid. Come on, stupid. No, no one wants to do that. Um, I don't, I don't, no one wants to do that. All right, I, so I, just yeah, go move on. Yes, so, Kyle, go. so Nate says four point eight. Ryan says seven point one two. Three. Yep. He said one point three. One point three. Pretty sure he said seven one. Pretty sure he says one two, but that's fine. Um, I think I might have said one two or one three. You can round up or down your choice. Uh man, this really puts me in a bad spot because I was, I think I was gonna come in a lot higher, but now I'm just gonna sound like a. No, you know what? I'm gonna go hard here. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say seven eight. 
seven eight because if a World Series, like say what you want about the outcome, who won it, but if a World Series, in my opinion, if they can provide you four quality games, which they did, well, I mean more depending upon which side of the side of the ball you're on. If they can provide you four quality games, which those first four, in my opinion, were all fantastic, that that puts you in pretty good standing. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven eight. I like it. Oh, I like that. And I respect Nate just it. hates everything right now. I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> there was a little part of, a little part of him that, that really thought the Yankees could do it this year. Really I thought that this was the year. genuinely have nothing to root for. It's all right. I can't wait till we get more into the off season. And it's free agency and Correa is a Yankee. And oh God, it's going to suck. Can't wait. It's gonna really it, suck. You know what happened? You know what's gonna happen if Correa signs with the Yankees? I'm gonna just do everything that you hate, Nate. I'm gonna get you a Correa jersey, and on top of that, I'm gonna get a replica to where it has his last name on it. Because I uh, know you hate those, but I'm that, gonna make it so that uh, there's no getting around the fact that it's a Correa jersey. That's, that's a, what that, I'm gonna that, do. That's a huge slap in the face there. I feel oh, that pain. It's incredibly no. insulting, but I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for the pettiness. Uh, yes, you are. Closest thing. Don't think I forgot that. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits, man, I don't know what to say. Oh, it's great to be back with you guys. It that's, really is. That's all I got. You guys, uh, we appreciate that, Ryan. We we really do. You got you got any parting thoughts for the people? Does anybody have any any parting thoughts for the people? Uh, before you, if you do, before you share that, um, I guess an update on the schedule moving forward. I, I don't know. I don't know, but we are in the off season and, uh, that means we'll be back to once a week, which I know Nate and in, in particular is just thrilled about, uh, cause he hates doing this. He just hates it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, we'll be back to once a week. Uh, so we'll let you know. I think in the past we usually do like Thursday or Friday, but we'll see. Who who knows? Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's all I got for for the folks. Unless you guys got anything to to share before we wrap it up. What do you got, hey. right guy? Okay, I'll go. Honestly, I really thought happy with the World Series. I think. I think we're going to have some spiciness in the off season. So I'm excited to dive in, but baseball year, baseball playoff wise did not disappoint. Hope everyone enjoyed. Cannot wait for some spiciness though, for the off season. And as always guys, it's a great day to have a day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. See you next time. Thanks for, thanks for hanging on. Thanks for chilling with us all year. It's been a good year. Um, Lots of ups and downs, a lot of crazy stuff being said, a lot of wrong things being said, mostly by me. Uh, but it was uh, it, it was a year, you know, where where Ryan says have a day. It was a year. I don't know if it was good. I don't know if it was bad, but it was a year. It's in the books, uh, and this off season is going to bring a lot of tears to a lot of people i think that's uh that's called self foreshadowing yeah that that seemed very my own self specifically yeah. yeah my own tears very ominous i love it i'm here for yeah. it can't wait i'm excited 
I know you are. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Hmm. Cool. Good stuff. Don't get chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.